Live. You're listening to Live with Men 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 the podcast. Karibuni tena kwenye session nyingine Men 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 the podcast. Mimi naitwa Michael Baruti, Nadia Ahmed, uh, wote tumekutana tena siku nyingine muda mwingine. Na kukukumbusha tu kama unataka kutupata, unaweza kutupata kupitia Instagram at Men the podcast and Twitter pia kupitia at Men the podcast. Both Instagram and Twitter at men the podcast kuwekana sawa tu uh, tunachofanya sisi tunazungumzia mental health issues lakini tukao tumebeza zaidi kwa wanaume changamoto ambao wanaume wanapitia changamoto ambao wanaume wanakutana nazo lakini tukizihusisha zaidi na mambo ya mental health na siku zote tunasema kama unataka kuhusiana na Nadia ambaye Nadia ni mtaalamu wetu wa mambo ya ushauri na saa therapist counselor unaweza kumcheck kupitia account yake ya Instagram na Twitter at @mindmatterstz at Mind Matters TZ and then unaenda pale kwenye bio yake there's a link ambayo utakapoka kwenye website ambayo utapata namna zote ambazo unaweza kuasiana naye Nadia how are you I'm great Niko poa Niko poa kabisa Living living good Eh living good Niko na mafua kidogo but I'm all great now we sound kama rapper vile living good so yeah um leo tunataka kuzungumzia kitu kingine ambacho uh, kwa muda mrefu sana tumekuwa tukijaribu kuzungumzia na either tumekosa muda au tu tumekosa mtu sahihi wa kuweza kuzungumza naye lakini kitu ambacho kama wanaume tumekuwa mimi kama mwanaume nikutana na wanaume wenzangu na baadhi ya wanaume wengine pia na hata baadhi ya dada wamekuwa kituomba sana kama please guys naomba mzungumzie hili swala kwa sababu ni moja kati ya vitu ambavyo havizungumziwi kabisa Tunazungumzia infertility kwa wanaume male infertility male infertility na tuko na mtaalamu hapa ambaye anaweza akatudadavulia kwamba kwa Kiswahili tunapozungumzia infertility tunazungumzia nini au tutaenda zaidi uh, kwa ndani kabisa kuzungumza so tumekuwa join na Dr. France Regoshora Dr. France Regoshora Dr. Karibu sana Asante sana Michael. Na labda doctor unaweza kwanza kujitambulisha vizuri kwa jina na title na kila kitu kabla hatujaweza kuingia kwenye nani yetu kwenye 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 mazungumzo yetu ya leo kwa ujumla. Yeah Michael, kama ulivyoshanitaja mimi naitwa Francis Rogoshora, daktari bingwa mwandamizi, magonjwa ya wanawake na uzazi na ni mkuu wa hospitali ya Meta hapa Mbeya. Asante, asante sana doctor na tunashukuru kwa kuweza kuchukua muda kuja kuzungumza na sisi leo hii. Labda doctor tukianza kusema tunapozungumzia kabla tujaenda kwenye male infertility. Tunapozungumzia infertility tuna kwa kwa lugha kwa lugha nyepesi kabisa ili mtu aelewe tunazungumzia nini? Infertility kwa lugha rahisi ni ugumba na ugumba ni wanandoa kushindwa kupata mtoto au kutokuwa na uwezo wa uzazi. Na tatizo hili lipo kweli kwa wanawake tu? Hapana, tatizo hili ni la wanandoa wote, lipo kwa wanawake na lipo kwa wanaume. Na kwa kweli nafikiri ni wakati mwafaka sasa wa kuweza kuzungumzia jambo kama hili kwa sababu kwa muda mrefu hasa katika jamii zetu za Kiafrika imekuwa ikiaminiwa wanandoa kikosa la mtoto anayelaumiwa ni mwanamke peke yake lakini kumbe hili ni tatizo la wanandoa wote linaweza kuwa kwa mwanamke au linaweza kuwa kwa wanaume au linaweza kuwa kwa wote wawili sasa doctor kwa sababu sisi focus yetu ni wanaume zaidi na naomba tujikite kwenye zungumzia upande wa wanaume zaidi tunapozungumzia yeah. infertility kwa wanaume doctor inaweza tunazungumzia nini na kipi ambacho kinaweza kisababisha infertility kwa wanaume 
Kwanza nianze kusema kama nilivyotangulia kusema tatizo la ugumba au kukosa uwezo wa uzazi kwa wanaume ni tatizo lipo na ni tatizo kubwa na kwa bahati mbaya sana kwa siku za hivi karibuni ni tatizo kubwa kuliko hata tulivyolijua kwa sababu ukichukua wanandoa moja sasa hivi visababishi vya wanaume au tunaita male factors kwa kitaalamu ina ina vinachangia kwa asilimia karibu ishirini kwa hiyo sio tatizo dogo na visababishi viko vingi sana eh visababishi vya mwanamke mwanamume kuwa mgumba viko vingi na vinaanzia kwenye e, matatizo ya kuzaliwa nayo tunaita congenital anomalies kwa sababu kuna wengine wanazaliwa hawana kende au wanazaliwa hawana seli zinazotoa zile mbegu za kiume au wengine wanazaliwa wana matatizo kwenye ubongo wao kwa sababu taarifa ambazo zinaenda kwenye kende za mwanaume kusababisha mbegu zitoke zinatoka kichwani kwa hiyo kama mtu amezaliwa na tatizo kichwani huyo e, moja kwa moja atazaliwa hana uwezo wa kupata mtoto hayo ni matatizo ya kuzaliwa nayo lakini kuna matatizo ambayo yanakuja baadaye na hayo yako mengi pia yamegawanyika katika makundi mbalimbali lakini kati ya hayo labda nianze kwa kuzungumzia matatizo ambayo yanatokana na hali ya maisha au tunaita lifestyle mm. kwa mfano mtu anayevuta sigara anaweza kukosa uwezo wa kupata mtoto na sio mtu anayevuta peke yake mtoto wa kiume aliyezaliwa na mama anayevuta sigara pia anaweza kushindwa kuwa na uwezo wa kuzaa baadaye mwanamke mwanamume anayekunywa pombe kupitiliza hiyo sasa inampelekea siwe na uwezo wa kufanya tendo la ndoa inavyotakiwa kwa sababu ili upate mtoto lazima mwanamume awe na uwezo wa kufanya tendo la ndoa kunywa pombe kwa kupitiliza kunakosesha uwezo wa kufanya tendo la ndoa na hivyo kumpelekea mwanamume kushindwa kuwa na uwezo wa kuzaa lakini kuna uzito uliopindukia eh, tunaita obesity kwa vitambi vilivyopindukia hivi pia vinakosesha hamu ya tendo la ndoa na uwezo wa kufanya tendo la ndoa na vinaathiri hata mbegu zile za kiume kuzalishwa na kwa hiyo inapunguza au kuondoa uwezo wa mwanamume kuzaa lakini pia kuna matatizo mengine ambayo tunayapata kwenye mazingira yetu hata aina za kazi ambazo wanaume wanazifanya kwa mfano kama mwanamume anafanya kazi kwenye mazingira ambayo yanasababisha joto kwenye maeneo ya via vya uzazi ile joto huwa linaathiri mbegu na ndio maana Mungu alituumba kwamba kende ziwe nje ya mwili kusudi zikae kwenye sehemu ambayo ambaye haina joto kali kwa hiyo kama mwanamume kwa mfano ni, ni driver anakaa naendesha gari kwa masaa mengi pala alipokaa kuna, kuna joto hiyo joto linasaidia kuharibu mbegu au kama anafanyia kazi kwenye mazingira ambayo yanamsababisha kuwe na joto e, la juu kwenye vya vyako vya uzazi huyo mwanamume atapunguza uwezo wake wa kupata watoto dr waga tunaambiwa kwamba hata ukipakata laptop naweza kusababisha pia uh, ukipakata laptop kwa muda mrefu moja kati ya story ambazo tunaambiana huko vitani kwa ukipakata laptop kwa muda mrefu pia inaweza ikachangia kwa mwanaume kupata tatizo hilo kuna ukweli wote kwenye statement kama hiyo hilo hilo ni kweli issue issue sio kupakata laptop issue ni mazoea yale kama mtu kazi yake anatumia laptop na kila siku au siku siku nyingi anakuwa anaweka laptop kwenye mapaja ni kweli ana uwezo kuathiri utengenezaji wa mbegu zake na kuua mbegu zake na kwa hiyo kusababisha asipate watoto Nadia katika experience yako ya kufanya kazi unazozifanya ushaikukutana au ni mara ngapi wanaume wanakuja kwako na kukwambia kwamba 
wana struggle na hili na imekuwa tatizo kubwa kwenye mental health kwao. Kusema kweli Michael sijawahi kupata any male client aliongelea issue ya infertility. Na I'm not surprised kwa sababu ukiangalia hata malezi, ukiangalia society, hata ukiangalia uh, nowadays the medical world pia inabadilika. Lakini kwa muda mrefu hizi issues za infertility ni zaidi zinamwangalia mwanamke. Sio sana mwanaume rarely utasikia ataulizwa mwanaume au atakutakuwa kuna test mwanaume atafanyiwa. Lakini hizi test zaidi, test nyingi zaidi ziko kwa wanawake. Na pia ni kwa sababu ukiangalia anatomically or biologically mwanaume anaweza kuproduce sperm well into their 90s huko. Na kuna wengi ambao wachache, not wengi, na wachache ambao hata ndani ya miaka uko 90, miaka 80 bado anaweza akamtia aka mwanamke mimba unajua so ukiangalia hata in the society wanaume hafikiri kwamba kutakuwa atakuwa na issue ya infertility yani hii ni topic ambayo haiongelewi sana na zaidi ni kama na shida ya kupata mimba kupata mtoto zaidi tutamwangalia mwanamke tutasema ha sasa wewe vipi na ni kwa sababu pia mwanamke we have a biological clock ukifika miaka fulani your chances of, uh, of getting pregnant kupata mtoto ni zinakuwa ndogo zaidi compared to uh, wenzetu unajua so in my practice sijawahi kumuona mwanaume yote kujitokeza kusema ana issue hiyo au kwamba they are stressed na hiyo na hiyo mada na hiyo topic sawa mm. na, na kwa sababu it's understandable kwa sababu ya hivyo the society how open do we talk about male infertility kwa sababu sasa hivi tu ndo tunaanza kuongea ongea sasa hivi ndo tunaanza kutest na wanaume pia mm. so sasa hivi advancements hizi zinaanza you know kuchipuka in the, the world in general sasa tukikiria sambusa Tanzania tuko wapi in that in that stance um, doctor 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 uh, nikirudi kwako doctor Regoshora Um, um kutana na cases kwa, kwa utaalamu wako ambapo mwanamke alikuwa mzima kabisa na hana tatizo lakini mwanaume ndiye kuonekana na matatizo ambayo yanachangia wao kupata watoto na ulikuwa uliweza kuzungumza na mwanaume kuelezea kama na reaction yao mara nyingi inakuwaje eh kwa kweli i'm surprised kwamba i'm not surprised kwamba nadi anasema jawa pata hawa watu kwa sababu many inapofika kwenye private issues kama hizo hasa za uzazi wanakuwa very introvert na wataki mambo yao yajulikane lakini niseme tu kwamba mimi hayo ni maisha because i see it every day yani naona wanaume wenye matatizo ya uzazi on a daily basis na reaction yao kwa kweli ni mbaya sana tena fadhali ukutane na mwanamme ambaye mwanamke ambaye hana uwezo wa kuzaa kuliko kukutana na mwanamme ambaye ana kesi ya infertility kwa sababu wanajisikia vibaya sana wanajisikia infertility na, na you see men hawawezi kukopo na most of the psychological tortures kama hizo na wengi sana wanaishia kubreak up na wake zao kwa sababu wana wanajifeel more insecure wanakuwa intimidated na hilo 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 issue kwa hiyo wanashindwa hata kukopu na na, na na maisha yao ya kawaida kujibu swali lako nimekutana nao wengi na wengi sana wanashindwa kukopu na na hiyo changamoto kuna a friend of mine alinielezea scenario moja ana kampeni ya mambo infertility na vitu na mambo kama hayo akaona similar scenario moja kwamba alikutana nayo nje ya nchi nchi jirani ali alienda kule akaanaongea na watu atakagundua kwamba ni mtu ambaye anazungumza mambo infertility na nini na vitu kama hivyo kwa hiyo alipomaliza kufanya alichokuwa anafanya akaitwa nje mama mmoja akamuita huyo mama akamuita kwenye gari mama mtu mzima alikuwa na binti yake lakini binti yake ameolewa na binti yake 
akaonyesha namna gani ambavyo kama ana ana ana, ana alama mwilini kupigwa sana na mume wake na anapigwa kwa sababu gani hajaweza kumpatia mume wake mtoto kwa hiyo Uh, ile mama akasema okay ile mtangu akasema okay sawa akafanyia mpango wa kupata mtaalamu ambaye akaenda akawafanyia vipimo anaenda uh-huh. kufanyia vipimo akakuta yule mama hana tatizo hata kidogo lakini yule mama anarudi vipi kumwambia mwanaume kwamba wewe nenda ukapime <laughs> na hilo na hilo hilo limekuwa ni tatizo kubwa sana na mimi ni mwanaume lakini niseme katika hilo wanaume ni wajanja sana Mm. anapo wanapokuwa wamekaa kwenye ndoa kwa muda mrefu e, na akahisi kwamba labda tatizo anaweza kuwa ni yeye hataki kuongozana na mke wake kwenda kupima anaenda anapima mwenyewe anapojikuta amekuwa na, na amepata changamoto hiyo labda ana uwezo wa kuzaa hataki kudisclose e, kwa mwenzi wake kwamba tatizo ni yeye e, sana sana atamwambia tu kwamba ah mimi bana sina sina haja na watoto kama unataka sawa tu fanya unavyotaka lakini yeye hataki kabisa kuonyesha kwamba tatizo ni yeye kwa hiyo ni kweli wanaume wengi wako hivyo na wasingependa kupima na hata wanapopima wasingependa hata mwenzao wajue kwamba wao ndio watakio wapo wachache ambao wako bold enough wako open enough wanaweza kudisclose kwa wenzao kwamba wao ndio wana matatizo how do we start to unpack how do we make it normal now wanaume kuweza kujua kwamba hii tu ni, ni sehemu ya tatizo na vitu kama hivyo na je ni kwa kiasi gani jamii yetu ambayo inatuzunguka imechangia kwa kiasi kikubwa sana kumdidimiza mwanaume kwenye hili okay so just ku, kuangalia also um, the reason labda wanaume kwa nini wanafanya kama wamegundua wame kwamba wao ndo wanatakizo la infertility kwa nini hawadisclose kwa wenza wao kwa nini hawadisclose hata kwa marafiki and kwa nini hawaata sick counseling support ni ukiangalia issue la male infertility yani ukiinterpret ni unaona ina, yani challenge yake root yake inaenda ku challenge sasa masculinity of that man just as women uh-huh. wanawake mwanamke asiyeweza kuzaa yani inakuwa inamwaffect at the core of their femininess their femininity kwa sababu ukiangalia the the gender roles or the sexes kuna vitu ambavyo mwanaume anaweza kufanya mwanamke anaweza kufanya and etc So the issue of infertility it goes and it affects or it challenges the, the man's masculinity. Na hiyo ni jambo kubwa. Ukiangalia a, a masculinity is sometimes it's kind of what I defines a man. I mean even in the word I am a man the masculine is derived uh, man is derived from that that term because of the fact that it's such a big challenge it's a big issue na a challenge ambayo hatuongelei openly na it causes significant emotional it has cultural also social yani ina implication on those different areas of one's life kwa sababu sio tu itakuwa affect aya ni i cannot have siwezi kupata watoto but inakuwa affect wewe in the community inakuwa affect wewe culturally what is you know cultural roles za mwanaume mme you know mke you know social roles emotionally pia inakuwa affect so there's so much yani it's very emotionally loaded it touches you to the core na because we have we have not been talking about it openly yani hatuongei kuhusu infertility kwa wazi acha tu kwa wanawake kwa wanaume sorry hata wanawake pia it's not something that's openly talked about bado kuna tabu kuna stigma to not being fertile you know so yani ukiangalia conversations sasa hivi zaidi at least upande wa wanawake kuna hizi conversations za infertility lakini upande wa wanaume bado hizi conversation kama zinatokea basi zinatokea kwa usiri kwa yani sana one way that tunaweza tuka address hii challenge ni kuanza hivi kuongea kwamba ndio hili ni tatizo kama daktari avyosema kwamba sio yani it's not 
it's not, it's not one factor kuna factor nyingi zinazo contribute to infertility you know unavoweza kupima mapema kujua mapema then unaweza ukapewa sasa suluhisho treatment plan unaweza labda ukaona kitu ni kitu ambacho unaweza ukachange kama ni weight weight loss ni obesity basi unaweza ukaanza sasa kuangalia afya yako ya mwili ukajiangalia haya tupunguze uzito tushuke out of the obesity line unajua kuna, kuna mambo mengi unaweza ukafanya ukapata ushauri na saa mwingi na yote hiyo inaanza when wewe umedecide kwamba okay inabidi ngoja nikafanye na ITES kwa sababu na ili issue ili tatizo pia linatukuta na sisi wanaume lakini tukiendelea kufikiria kwamba ili tatizo kula wanawake au hatulifiki mpaka tunapofika kwenye kipindi ambacho tunatafuta mtoto ndio tunajikuta mbona hatuzai tunajaribu 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 huko sasa utakuwa so umechelewa no, it's never too late lakini Imagine kama ungekuwa unafanya hizi tests kucheck labda you know the strength of your semen or whatever these tests uh, involve mapema you unajua from the beginning kwamba this is the health of my sperm or my sperm is lacking xyz na hii ndo plan nimeambiwa na daktari wangu nifuatilie ili ni improve quality of my sperm my semen lakini yote hiyo inaanza na kuongea inabidi tuanze kuongea kiuwazi kuongea kwa sababu it's a very emotional topic it's a very sensitive topic yani itachukua muda lakini inabidi you are right nadia you are right itachukua muda na to go back to your question kwamba how do we unpack it it will take longer to unpack the, the, the yeah. na sidhani kama tunaweza kuunpack vizuri kwa sababu kama anavyosema nadia this is a societal problem ni tatizo la kijamii eh? expectation za jamii kwa mwanaume na nafikiri mmesikia maneno kama uh, dume la mbegu eh? yani mwanaume is expected to produce eh? kuzalisha eh? mwanamke anayeweza kuzalisha mwanamke watoto wengi anaonekana kama masculine kwa hiyo hiyo expectation ya society zetu kwa wanaume ndio inasababisha mwanamme akihisi aki au akaona ana changamoto anajiona kama yeye sasa si mwanamume tena anavyotarajiwa na, na jamii na hiyo inakuwa ni ni mbaya na kwa sababu kwa hiyo tatizo actually linakuwa amplified kuliko jinsi lilivyo kwa sababu sasa hivi with science advancement kuna treatment options nyingi kuna kuna, kuna remedies nyingi sana ambazo mwanamume ambaye ana mapungufu kwenye mbegu zake kwenye uwezo wake anaweza kusaidiwa lakini atasaidiwaje kama hajatesti akajua akajionekana kabisa kwamba tatizo lake ni nini akapewa kwa hiyo the, the problem inaishia pale kwenye kujua tatizo na kudisclose kwamba mimi na tatizo unaona eh na na hapo sasa ipo jamii yetu inapokuwa na mchango mkubwa sana kwenye kujaribu kuchukulia ili tatizo kama ni tatizo ambalo lipo na lipo kwa kila mtu na lina solution na mtu kuwa na upungufu wa mbegu au kuwa infertile akumondolei ule utu wake au wanaume wake yes Dokta swali infertility kwa men ni tatizo ambalo linatibika sana tu linatibika sana tu of course sasa nikisema ni linatibika lazima ni, 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 niweke inverted commas kwa sababu inategemea na tati, aina ya tatizo analo mtu kwa sababu kama nilivyosema kuna 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 causes nyingi sana kuna visababishi vingi sana vingine vinatatulika kwa ushauri tu 
Kwa mfano, kama mtu ana infertility kwa sababu anavuta sigara, alafu akadisclose kaonekana tatizo lake ni sigara na akashauriwa akaacha sigara, basi that will be the treatment. Kama mtu anayuko impotent, hawezi kupata watoto kwa sababu ana erectile dysfunction, kwa sababu anakunywa pombe sana, chakula cha kutosha na akashauriwa akaachana na hayo mambo, basi atago back to normal. Kama mtu yuko obese, akashauriwa akashusha weight, tayari hiyo itakuwa ni remedy. Kama mtu ana mbegu zake labda zina zinachangamoto zina ziko sluggish haziwezi kukimbia kwa sababu labda ya aina fulani ya infection ikagundulika ikatibiwa that will be the end of it unaona kama mtu alikuwa mbegu zake labda azina mikia au ni chache tunaita oligospermia kwa sababu mwanamume ili awe na uwezo wa ku, wa, wa kuzaa lazima awe na mbegu e eh, nzuri zisizopungua milioni ishirini kwa mililita moja ya ejaculate. Kwa hiyo kama ana mbegu pungufu anaweza kusaidia usaivi kuna kuna technology mbalimbali. Kuna technology tunaita kwa mfano intrauterine insemination ambapo mbegu za mwanaume kama alichache zinachukuliwa, zinasafishwa, anawekewa mama kwenye uterus yake. Hiyo Tanzania zinafanyika eh in some of the centers. Kuna procedure kama IVF. Mwanaume hata kama ana mbegu mbili au tatu zinasafishwa zinaingizwa kwenye yai moja kwa moja kwenye laboratory mama anawekewa kwenye kwenye uterus anaconceive ana and so many people have conceived lakini anasaidiwaje huyu mwanamme kama hajadisclose kwenda kupima na kujulikana ana tatizo la aina gani na solution lake ni nini Unajua kwa mfano sasa hivi uh, well kwa sababu mimi nimeona na watoto wawili najua kwa mfano ukienda uh, ukienda hospitali lazima mkiwa um, mnapata mtoto atapewa vipimo vyote atachukua mambo kama ukimwi na nini kwa ajili ya kulinda afya ya mama na mtoto na vile ukirudi nyuma uh, kuna baadhi ya makanisa walikuwa pia wanataka watu wapeleke vyeti vya kuna kipindi sijui kuhusu sasa hivi lakini kwa kuna kipindi kwamba mwakishe je mmepima ukimwi na vitu kama hivyo ili kwa ajili ya kuangalia namna gani uh, uh, kama imetokea watu wameathirika au moja ameathirika basi namna gani maongezi baada hapo yanafuata both of you mnadhani kuna umuhimu pia anajua uh, najua umerigusia umuhimu la kufanya primarito checkup lakini daktari kama mtaalamu unahisi vivyo kuna umuhimu sana wa sisi kuimba wimbo mwingi au wimbo mkubwa na kupata sauti zaidi kuhusiana na swala pia primarito checkup kwa watu ambao wanaenda kufunga ndoa kuna ndoa ambazo zimevunjika tu kwa sababu ya mambo kama haya kuna mahusiano yamevunjika kabisa kwa sababu tu mwanaume anajua hali yake lakini haiwezi kusema ukweli ugomvi mwingi kila mtu anaamua kuchukua njia yake ya mimi niseme Michael mimi am opposite to that am opposite to that kwa sababu the primary purpose ya watu ku, kuamua kuishi pamoja kuamua kuoana mke na, na mume it is not to bear children to get children hiyo 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 ndio my perception na nafikiri it, it, it is the right perception kwa sababu eh, lengo kubwa la ndoa ni comfort si ndio eh comfort ni ni, ni love ya watu wawili the, the children thereafter ni, ni blessing ni baraka ya ndoa ambayo kukosa watoto akutakiwi kuinvalidate hiyo ndoa yani ndoa haiko pungufu au haiko haikosi kuwa na na, na, na uhalali wake kwa sababu watu wamekosa watoto kwa sababu unapokuwa unaanza kufanya eh, tuangalie kama tunazaa so what eh? kwa hiyo kama yani na, notion inakuwa ni kwamba kama mimi umenidate eh alafu tukafanya vipimo vya uzazi alafu nikaonekana kwamba nina changamoto ya uzazi 
alafu unaniacha unasema we can't proceed huwa <laughs> nawatania watu wengine kwamba there are some men ambao wanapenda uterus yani wanapenda vizazi vya wake zao sio kama sio kama anampenda yeye sio kama anapenda alivyo anapenda boy wake anapenda anavyoongea anapenda anavyomtreat ila anapenda kizazi chake and, and i think that is the wrong notion for for, for marriage lakini tuongee kwa hivyo tuko katika jamii ambayo ukifunga ndoa tu baada ya miezi watu wanaweza kuhesabu miezi tisa toka wamefunga ndoa jamii inaanza tayari bado ni mambo vipi this is wrong this kind of question this is wrong to our society this is wrong and that's why we have vipindi kama hivi kujaribu ku correct attitude ya society yetu na tuna na actually society ndio inaweka pressure kwa watu mpaka wanakuta wamefanya vitu vingine mpaka wanakomedi hata suicide kwa sababu the, the society is not supportive and i think we need to change this lakini having said this si overrule ile ile check up ya ya afya unaona kwa mfano kuna baadhi ya magonjwa ambayo kwa kweli ni si magonjwa ma, mazuri ambayo mwanamke akiwa carrier na mwanamume akiwa carrier wakaja kupata watoto wanawapa watoto shida kwa sababu watoto watapata magonjwa tena magonjwa mengine mabaya ya kufisha magonjwa kama sikosel na vitu kama hivyo unaona eh kama wangefanya check up waka, 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 wakaona before then they, wangeweka plan hata kama wanapendana basi wangeweka plan nzuri au wange wangesema it is not meant for us to, to be together kwa hiyo kupima primarito check up ni nzuri lakini mimi nisingependa iwe iwe hasa kwenye lengo hili la anaweza kuzaa au I agree with the doctor when it comes to yani isiwe definer kwamba eti okay tumefanya hii test nikaonekana labda oh Nadia hana kizazi chake akijakaa vizuri hataweza kupata watoto oh the partner lakini iwe tu tufanye is check up zifanywe ili mtu uwe na awareness kujua unajua kujua kwamba na tatizo fulani na kutokujua yani kuna badilisha mambo mengi hapo katikati kwa sababu moja kama lengo lenu la, nyinyi yani labda ukisema we maisha yako yote umekuwa we ndoto yako ni unataka kupata watoto wengi etc etc and then ukaingia ndani ya ndoa and then mka struggle unajua hiyo pia inaharibu ina chip into the marriage itself pia kwa sababu it depends on what ndio the, the goal is not just children lakini kuna watu wanakuwa wana, yani ndoto zao ni kupata na watoto na kujenga familia zao so mkiingia into a marriage and that is your goal alafu ukakutana huko sasa hamjui mnafika miaka inaenda inaenda mnajaribu mnajaribu hampati watoto it a chip into the relationship yani inakula relationship vibaya sana and that is something i've seen in uh, in my counseling rooms na sipati sana couples wanakuja pamoja but unapata individual couples coming in saying we've been trying na zaidi inakuwaga ni mwanamke unajua and then unakuta sasa hizi issues za za infidelity and cheating and all of that that happens kwa sababu ina affect yani ndoa yani ni kama vile kidonda ambacho haujakitibu hau, hau yani unapretend una kama hakipo kinakaa tukinaoza tukinaoza unaona kinaharibu kinakula kinakula so when it comes to easy testing nadhani ni ni muhimu ili tu mnajua tunaingia kwenye hizi ndoa kama mnapopima ukimwi tunapima sijui other uh, illnesses viruses and etc kujua kwamba okay we are signing up tunakubaliana on top of knowing kwamba tunaingia tuna into this partnership na hizi issues or na, na hizi um, you know these challenges na kama mnapendana sana na ndo na yani mapenzeni ni, ni yako strong then mnaangalia haya sisi as a partner tuna tuna tuta overcome vipi hizi challenges zetu 
kabla hatujafunga ndoa so with same i think within, with the issue of infertility mkipima daktari anakuambia issue ni iko hapa issue ni weight or issue ni the health of, of the semen or the health of the, the eggs or etc and then watakupa ni treatment plan then hapo mtanyewa really consciously mtafanya hiyo decision kwamba sawa ili ndio tatizo letu or this, this is the challenge that we have at present je yeah. mm-hmm. tuko tayari niko tayari mm-hmm. kumsupport mwanza wangu mm-hmm. you know so nafika baadaye mnaanza kuchukiana oh we, ni wewe wewe ndio una tatizo lakini hamjui yani hapo hamjafanya hizo testo hamjui mnalaumiana and sometimes hizo lawama zinakuwa sio sio verbal ni lawama za yani kindani ndani yani anamwangalia tu mwanzia anamlaumu bila mwanzia exactly yeah. so hiyo bitterness ndio yeah. kama ile infested wound kinaoza tu inaharibu ina, hiyo partnership inaharibu relationship na unakuta at the end of the day by the time wanafika to the point where wanazifanya hizi test ndoa wameshaiharibu au the part the relationship yenyewe the friendship imesha yani imeshakuwa affected so much kwa sababu unajua sio tu hiyo tu issue ya hatujapata mtoto but kuna vitu vingine vinaanza kuzaliana pale au mtu anaanza kuwa distance kama walikuwa ni marafiki zaidi urafiki unaanza kupungua kwa sababu ya hiyo resentment hiyo chuki for me i think kufanya hii test like the fertility test tusitumie ku determine haya mie basi kama wewe huwezi kupata mtoto indoa this relationship iishe but tufanye hizi test ili kuwa aware kujua kwamba hizi ndo changamoto zetu tunazoingia nazo kwenye ndoa yetu je yeah, as a unit tunafanyaje as a partner yeah. na kusupport vipi mwanzangu au tunasupportiana vipi ili tusi, tusiharibu our friendship tusiharibu our relationship lakini mm. na mimi yeah. pia discourage eti kutumia hii test kusema ah mimi wewe sikuoi hapana hiyo sasa inakuwa na mimi nakubaliana na Nadia na nilisema vile kwa sababu nime yani kwenye practice yangu imekuwa ikitokea hivi mara kwa mara watu wanaanzisha relationship wanakuwa kwenye relationship primarito relationship alafu eh, wanakuja kliniki kwangu labda a lady anakuja anakuambia daktari nataka unichunguze afya yangu okay mnasema mm. okay afya gani okay nataka afya ya uzazi ambayo ni something commendable na ningependa kuolewa okay namchunguza unasema hauna tatizo lolote uko vizuri tu eh, kila kitu kina function vizuri anakuambia mbona mbona sizai sasa Ah, kwani wewe ume, umeshaolewa yoaina. Okay, boyfriend wangu amesema au mchumba wangu amesema hawezi kuja hata nyumbani, hawezi kunioa, hawezi kujicommit kwa sababu anataka kwanza waone kama ninazaa. Wow. Eh, Akishaona hivyo ndiye ataenda nyumbani afanye commitment. Mimi si, 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 I, I don't endorse this kind of relationship. Mm. Eh, kwa sababu kama kama mtu amempenda mtu ni regardless of whether anazaa au azai kwa sababu upendo ni zaidi ya kuzaa na mimi i always tell people being pregnant and having a child it's one thing mm. lakini kuwa na mtoto ambaye ata complement eh, furaha yako eh, ni kitu kingine kabisa unaona mm. na, na even you can have a child today eh, kwamba yeye ndio umeona na uwezo wa kuzaa umemuoa leo eh, who knows huyo mtoto ataishi mpaka lini eh, na huyo mtoto akiondoka uwezo ukaondoka ina maana na ndoa imeshia hapo. Kwa hiyo kuna, kuna relationship nyingi ambazo ziko based kwenye force na notion. Lakini hmm. kama lengo ni kwenye informed choice ina, inakuwa nzuri sana. Na bahati mbaya nimeona we, we, watu wako kwenye relationship lakini wanadanganyana sana. Hmm. Eh, na watu wengine yani hawapendi awa, kusema ukweli kwa sababu anafikiri mwenzake atamwacha. Kumbe utausema ukweli kuna kuja kumgarimu kwenye wakati mtete zaidi kwa mfano nimeona kin, 
kuna certain ladies mnawatend mna labda for one reason or another labda chochote kimefanyika umemondolea uterus yake umefanyia operation kwa sababu ya labda ya, ya, ya afya yake kwa sababu ya usalama wake umemondolea kizazi chake amefanyia operation ametolewa kizazi au ametolewa mayai yote lakini baadaye anakuja kupata na anaelezwa kabisa na baadaye anakuja kupata mchumba hadisclose kusema kwamba bwana mimi bwana nishafanya yeah. operation na sina kizazi kwa hiyo tunapoana ujue asitapata watoto hasemi kabisa alafu baadaye wameshakaa kwenye ndoa wamesubiri miaka minne mitano wanatafuta mtoto wanaanza ku go through all the investigations as if ajui kabisa kinachotokea alafu inakuja kujulikana ha we mbona una kizazi alafu na yeye anashangaa alafu anakuja ndio anasema baadaye ah unajua sasa huyo mwenzake hata kama angekuwa ni malaika atachuki yeah. yeah. kwa sababu the problem is not having the uterus the problem why did you hide mm. all these years kama ulinipenda au huyu ni mwanaume kwa sababu kuna wanaume watundu wanaona ameshatoka na fulani na fulani na fulani na fulani why do, do all these girls sijawahi kupata complaint kwamba mtu nimeweza kuna nini kusababisha pregnancy anaenda anapima wanamwambia una very low sperm count au hauna sperm kabisa anakaa lakini anajikakamua anaoa anaoa mwambie mwenzake kusema kwamba bwana lakini don't expect children ameshaoa ameshakaa alafu baadaye ndiye anakuja unajua nili nini nini sasa mwenzake hata akichukia ana haki ya kuchukia kwa sababu achukii kwa sababu wewe una uwezo huo anachukia kwa sababu kwa nini ulimficha kwa hiyo vitu kama hivyo vinatokea kuna watu nilisoma sehemu anasema kwamba dunia inatanzia kwa ujumla kwamba kutokana swala infertility kwa wanaume kwa jambo ambalo alizungumziwi kuna uwezekano kwamba wanaume wengi sana wanalewa watoto ambao wao sio baba kwa maana ya kwamba kwa maana ya kwamba mdada anaona kuliko kupata lawama nyumbani na familia zetu za za Tanzania kwetu Kiswahilini tunajua jinsi maneno ambayo yanatoka utambia wewe si hivi na hivi unakula bure tu kwa kaka yetu unakula bure tu kwa mwanangu unakula bure tu kwa ndugu yetu na nenda vitu kama hivyo pati mtoto kwao dada kuliko kuona yale maneno yamekuwa mengi na yakishagundua yeye ni mkamilifu ana tatizo na wanaume wengi hatuna tabia kwenda kufanya check up dada anaenda anakoenda anapata mtoto anamletea mume komenti yangu kwa hilo ni kwamba ni kweli eh, ni kweli kwamba kuna wanaume ambao wanalea watoto ambao sio wa kwao lakini ni wengi kiasi gani hilo siwezi comment kwa sababu sijawahi kufanya utafiti ila kuhusu kwamba wapo ni kweli wapo kwamba ni kuna ninao wafahamu ambao kweli mwana baba na mtoto ambao sio wa kwake ni kweli kuna ninao wafahamu na wakati mwingine sisi kama udaktari tunapata changamoto kwa sababu unakuta me, watu wameanzisha relationship wako kwenye ndoa labda wamekaa miaka miwili mitatu alafu wanapata mtoto e, alafu wanakaa miaka mingine wanapata mtoto alafu baada ya hapo wanakaa miaka mingi bila kupata alafu labda man, labda wakija clinic una, una unasema pimeni alafu wanapima unakuta mwanamme ana mbegu hata moja sasa inakuwa ni changamoto kwetu unamwambiaje kwamba wewe hujawahi kuwa na uwezo wa kuzaa wakati ana watoto nyumbani ana mtoto mmoja na watoto wawili kwa hiyo tunachokifanya sisi kwa sababu it's not my business kusema hao watoto sio wao kwa nyumbani my yeah. business is kusababisha hao watu waendelee kuishi kwa furaha kwa hiyo namwambia kwamba okay inaweza sasa kwa sasa una uwezo wa kuzaa lakini inawezekana labda kuna tatizo lilitokea lakini huko nyuma ulikuwa na uwezo kusudi aendelee kuishi maisha yake vizuri kwa hiyo ni kweli kwamba hao wapo lakini si wengi kivili na kwa kweli kwa kwa wanawake walio wengi wanawake bwana ni they are very faithful wanawake wakiwa wameolewa they are very faithful kwa hiyo ndio maana 
wanawake wanaweza kukaa na mume wake miaka mingi sana mume azai lakini e, na mwanamke atoki nje ya ndoa na wanakaa wana watoto lakini mwanaume ni mara chache sana ni wachache sana ambao wanavumilia wake zangu bila kuchepuka kwenda nje kujaribu kama anaweza kupata mtoto nje mke wake kama Azai As you winding up Nadia tunapo um, as a therapist as a mtu wa counseling tunapozungumzia swala male infertility from a mental health point of view what mm. is your advice for me okay, I know you hate giving advice but I keep asking you this every day what's your advice or what would you recommend I would say for men out there in terms of mental specifically kwenye swala mental health baada kumsikiza yote ambao doctor amezungumza So for me perhaps my recommendation for women unajua like when we look at it kwenye issue la infertility wanawake are more in tune with their emotions na tuko yani ni rahisi kwa mwanamke kufunguka kuhusu emotions zake kama amejikuta ameambiwa yeye ana issue ya infertility then ndio itamuumiza lakini atatafuta channel ya kutoa hayo maumivu ataongelea ya yeah, emotions zake anavyojisikia lakini kwa wanaume bado hatuko hapo yeah, we, we, we are working on being more emotional kwa wanaume inaonekana zaidi that wakiona wapata issue of infertility inakuwa sasa wana interpret kama ni reflection of who they are as a man unajua ina, it, it feels like kama ina emasculate our it, it's, it's a humiliating discovery for men na nadhani maana wengi wao wakiona mbona hatupati mimba kama daktari alivyosema wanaweza wakachepuka ni ile kabla ya kufanya testing kuambiwa wewe you are infertile yeye kwanza ataanza kuangalia different women if if kama mwanza wake aweze kuzaa labda ataweza kazaa na mwanamke mwingine kabla hajafika kwenda hospitali kutestu na yote hiyo ni ku avoid hiyo emasculating themselves or feeling like they are less of a man so mm. maybe my advice to men perhaps ni yani to try try to embrace emotions zako yani kabla hujaanza ku yani kama kabla hujaanza kuwa disruptive unajua kwa sababu yani kuna disruptive behaviors zinazo engage kama hiyo kuwa kwa na, na partners outside of your marriage that is a destructive behavior inaharibu ndoa yako inaweza ikaleta pia shida kwa afya yako yao hujui unaweza kukutana na nani huko mtaani you know so hiyo inaleta a lot of other implications me my advice to men ni kwamba one do these checkups yani hata sio so kwamba unatakuzaa like hata kama umeshafika miaka yako 20 au unajielewa unajitambua nenda akafanya hizo test ujue yani tu ujue wewe so so paka umefika kwenye wakati ambao unataka kuoa for that ili tu wewe mwenyewe binafsi ujue kwamba mimi this is the health of my semen this is the health of my sperm and this is my health overall yeah ufanye full check up ujione at least once a year ili tu uwe na wewe mwenyewe updated with your health ni self care kwa sababu tena ukishaambiwa kuna tatizo hili na hili na hili zile unaweza ukaanza hasa kurekebisha aidha tabia zako au kufuatilia jinsi ya kuji ku improve afya yako ya mwili afya yako ya akili na pia tukishaambiwa kwamba okay una tunatizo la infertility usilichukulie as if ni it's a reflection of who you are kwa sababu hicho ni kitu kimoja tu yani as a man you are more than a child producer you are more than a inseminator you know inseminator yeah, yeah. You are more than that kwa sababu yani you cannot boil down your identity as a man to the ability kuzalisha kukutia mimi mwanamke. Yani hiyo ni unajipunguza kabisa. You reduce yourself so much. You know, before you are a father or before you are someone's husband, you are you. Unajua yani you are a friend, you are 
uh, son, you are a colleague, you are a professional, you are a person. Sawa. So, tusiangalie kwamba hiyo ukiambiwa oh wewe una tatizo la infertility basi ndio unajiona oh mimi basi sio mwanaume tena na unaanza ku go into despair. Na hilo linapelekea sasa kufikiria sasa mambo ya, ya kujiua au kutakuchukua uhai wako mwenyewe. Unajua kwa sababu ukishajipunguza kwamba mimi ni kitu hichi kimoja, afu unaambiwa wewe huwezi kufanya hichi kitu kimoja, then what That is not true. You are not nothing based on one thing. Unajua kwa sababu the ability to impregnate is nearly one thing kama daktari alivyosema hapa yani hata kwenye ndoa kwenye relationship yani you are more than just the ability to have kids uweke hiyo in mind kwamba okay this is one aspect of who i am lakini kuna mambo mengi ambayo yananidefine mimi ni nani kama mwanaume na ni muhimu kujikumbusha kwamba wewe ni zaidi ya kitu hicho kimoja yani wewe ni vitu vingi sana kwanza kujifunza kufunguka you know you don't have to kujifunguka na watu wote lakini angalia nani unaweza ukamwamini nani unamtrust ili uanze kupunguza hiyo sasa emotional load kwa sababu unayabeba yote kwenye mabega yako yanavozidi kuwa mazito yanazidi sasa kuharibia afya yako afya yako akili afya yako mwili lakini ukiupata mtu akuongea naye unayapunguza hayo mazito na huyo unayongea naye labda anaweza akakupa ushauri akakupa suggestions au akakusikiliza tuna hiyo tunasaidia so yani inabidi as men tuache kuangalia yani najua it's a very emasculating sometimes it's very humiliating uh, kwa sababu ukiangalia sana male identity is tied into performance yeah it's tied to performance in a sense na hii issue ya infertility yeye inaenda kugusa pale pale but it's not true men are not just about performance i think for me what, what i want to leave with, uh, everyone with ni kwamba hiyo yani think of yourself as more than just your ability to bear children or your ability to impregnate you know now tuanze kuongelea tuanze yani as a society hata kama wewe you're fertile basi tuanze bring up this conversation na buddies with your buddies mko you're having a few drinks anza kuongelea yani tukikutana na hili issue kama hili tutafanyaje as wanaume how do we do this you know yani napo it's an easier safer place kwa sababu if it's not an issue that you're facing inakuwa rahisi kuongelea lakini kama ni ni issue unayopitia wewe inakuwa ni vigumu kwa sababu ni changamoto unaijua you are living that struggle lakini kwa mtu ambaye hana hiyo changamoto inakuwa yeye rahisi kwake kuongea tu kwa wazi so for all the men that are fertile tuanzeni kuongea about these issues you know let's make it normal to normalize kwamba unajua hii ni pia ni tatizo linatukuta wanaume wengine so tunasaidiana vipi in our, mm. in, our, in our circle of friends in our community tunafanyaje mm. so lazima ukamone Nadia kazi ngine yani speaking as a group kwa sababu hapo tena unaweza ukamputa mmoja wa rafiki zenu analo hilo changamoto lakini kwa sababu yeah. ukiongelea kwa uwazi anaona inakuwa rais kwa kifunguka mm. mm. so, yeah. yeah that that's my advice for my suggestion That was a one long advice but totally worth it. <laughs> Doctor um kwa wanaume what should we do now? Keep him what you I think I think from the the psych part of the, of it Nadia said it all. Lakini kutoka kwenye medical point of view mimi ushauri wangu kwa wanaume na kwa society ni kwamba male infertility is 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 a, is a real problem problem is there it is the possibility kwa couples ambao wanasubiri kupata watoto na kwa hiyo mwanamke asi 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 asinyanyaswe 
asi asiwe intimidated asilaumiwe kwamba ni yeye tu kwa watu wanaokosa couple wanaokosa watoto kwamba sababu ni mwanamke tu men also can be a possibility na test zipo eh, test zipo za aina mbalimbali na ushauri upo na treatment options zipo kwa hiyo watu wanajinyanyasa kwa sababu tu hawataki kuvuka ile hatua ya ku just go out and and kucheki na wakishacheki hawataki ku disclose kusudi ku explore options ambazo zipo lakini sasa hivi science kwa kweli imeadvance sana na wanasema sasa hivi we don't say term somebody infertile infertile anymore tunasema they are subfertile yes they are subfertile na kwa sababu na ni kwa sababu ya options ziko nyingi even people who thought they are wagumba wanaweza kuwa assisted they can get children children unaona mm. lakini inaanzia kwenye udhubutu wa kwenda kupima na kudisclose mm. na kuwa tayari kusaidiwa Asante sana Dr. Asante sana Nadia pia kwa kwa kuzungumza leo zungumza so um, na, na mimi ujumbe wangu kwa jamii yetu tuache yale maswali ya vipi mpo tayari mbona bado mm ni nini you never know what the other person is dealing with man you never know so ama sabuza mtu watoto lini mtapata lini watoto sijina nini nini those are the kind of things ambavyo kama mtu ana struggle zao ndani zinaweza kachangia kupeleka pressure ambayo inaweza ikaleta matokeo ambayo sio mazuri so we should just try to mind our business you know kila mtu ana business zake tu kama una watoto wako basi leo wako wako You know, usaidi kumuuliza mwanzao atapata lini watoto. Kama Mungu amekubariki wewe, upate watoto wako wako vizuri, focus kwenye kulea watoto wako. Kwa sio kwamba hata walingine wakipatikana wewe ndio utawalea. You know? Right. Kwa kila mtu focus kulea watoto wake na another thing like you said, nadhani sisi kama jamii kwa mtu ambaye utasikiliza au ambaye unasikiliza sasa hivi, tujaribu kuwa na empathy na kujaribu kwanza kwa especially kama wanaume tujaribu kwanza kuwa na mazungumzo kwa sababu inawezekana wapo baadhi ya washikaji ambao wametuzunguka kabisa sisi wanapitia changamoto lakini kwa sababu tuziongelei then inakuwa ngumu sana kwa watu kuanza kuongea na mimi nafurahi sana kuongea na daktari leo kwa sababu now we know kwamba there is a possibility ya uh, infertility kwa wanaume uh, uh, kutibika there is, there is that possibility but you ne- you'll never know mpaka uende hospital you'll never know mpaka uende unae na mtaalamu aweza kusaidia. So I think to all the kings out there na wasikiliza and all the queens ambao wanasikiliza na kings wao ambao wanaweza kuwa supportive. Tuanze kuwa na mazungumzo nyumbani, tuanze kuwa na honest conversation na partners wetu kwa sababu ukificha haisaidii kitu. Kama unajua na ukaficha inakuza tatizo. Lakini kama ujui na ukienda ukijua you are halfway there kwenye kudeal problem. Na hata ikitokea Mungu um, yaani hajakupa uwezo kabisa kabisa kutimika lakini at least now you know. Kwa sababu the partner you are with na yeye anajua namna gani mnaweza mkaishi kwa sababu maneno ya watu yanauma bwana na ndio kitu ambacho uh-huh. kinatutumbua sana kitu ambacho kinatusumbuaga sana sisi ni hayo maneno ya watu so dr france regoshora asante sana kwa kuwa part ya familia ya men 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 the podcast na kuja kuzungumzia jambo kubwa sana ambalo umezungumzia leo i hope utaokoa maisha ya watu wengi sana leo asante sana michael nadia thank you for always being here with us i don't even know why i'm thanking you but i'm just being kind thank you for always being here with us na come on talk with siana na nadia like we said mind matters tz mind matters tz twitter and instagram and then from there unaenda na click to a link kwenye bio yako itakupeka moja kuja kwenye website yako doctor kwa just one last question before before we let you go kwa wanaume wengi kwaje unaweza ukaenda kwa daktari yoyote akatibu au lazima uone kuna madaktari maalum ambao wanaume inabidi tuwaone ili kuweza kuchekia afya zetu na kujua kwenye hili hapana madaktari wa eh, 
Magonjwa ya wanawake na uzazi ndio wanashughulikia pia matatizo ya wanaume ambao wana changamoto za kupata watoto. Ni vizuri sana usiende kwa daktari yeyote, nenda kwa daktari bingwa yataweza kukupa msaada mzuri. Yes, madaktari bingwa wa magonjwa ya wanawake na watoto. Na uzazi, na uzazi. Okay, na uzazi. Yes. Yeah. So, nadhani nimesikia hapo jamani. Till next time, this is Men 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 the podcast minaitwa Michael Baruti. Asanteni kwa kusikiliza. Men 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 the podcast.